Were you ever approached or did you witness any point shaving or anything on Come that? Come on, dude. Like, oh, no, 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 I'm just, I'm curious to know like how prevalent it really could be because you no, see- like, There's no way it's yeah. prevalent. No, it wasn't in a wire under no, his shirt. My point is like, <laughs> take your shirt off right now, bro. Take <laughs> your point shirt is, off right now. <laughs> it's it's even whispered about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clean, Dude. I'm clean. I swear to God, pat me down. I was- oh, Those love handles are shady, dog. purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies. Welcome to Cash Daddies. We're banging fatties. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Uh, what? Really Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. We're, we're banging what? them now? No, you can we're keep banking. that in there. We're banking fatties. No, keep it in. Let's go to banging them now. If that's no, next level, we're I'm banking in. fatties. You cheat it, bro. You there are, are no fatty women. They are people. They have feelings, okay? But we are banking fatties. We're stacking fatties, okay? Big fatties, PHs, okay? So uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Real quick, guys, I'm going to be live in Arizona this weekend. I will be with Howie Dewey at the House of Comedy this Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And the following week, I am in Indianapolis, and I will be at Helium's. Uh, that is the 29th, April 29th, 30th, and May 1st. All of my tickets are available at samtripoli.com. You guys going to be anywhere? Got any things coming, Chris? Uh, I do not. I am home all weekend, um, figuring out a way to pay my taxes. Perfect, dude. Now, if you want to support the show, Evan, you want to get our shirts up here? Yep, Please here. support the show, guys. We have some wonderful shirts for you. The Crypto Cowboys are on fire, uh, which is probably my favorite shirt. And then yeah, the cartoon ones, the regular logo. And then the bottom one I really love, too, even though Evan's not on it. I do really love the way that shirt looks, so... Uh, support the show go to cash daddies t-shirts.com and don't forget the rate and review right chris how important is that it's huge and it's, it's it's one of the things that drives um the internet and podcasting we don't like the rules but those are the rules the other big thing is the subscription on our youtube that Thank helps you. us out tremendously and if we had every user in the discord hit those subscribe buttons our numbers would double so you know if you're getting a little something out of the show or if you're down and you're out and you know, you've gone busto and you're like Howie on 11th Avenue in a cardboard box, go to one of those internet cafes. They'll let you use it. They'll let you get on there for free. But this is a, a public service for us, a little something you know, that would help us out tremendously. And we will get around to re uh, reading one of the reviews too, because we had a great one. And even if, sure. you're, even if you're listening on Apple, Spotify or whatever, just take two minutes, go to YouTube, subscribe to the channel and mean the world to us. Yeah, help us out, guys. Help us out. There's no reason why this shouldn't be a top 200 podcast. And I think it's coming. Uh, and I'm very excited about the future. Uh, this episode we have coming up is really great. Uh, we got Terrence Ross from the NBA, the Orlando Magic. Oh, I'm so excited. Dude, this is going to be great. 
good goes a lot of highs and some weird lows in this interview so it will be a lot of fun what but are you talking we, about we haven't done the interview yet turn into okay. Okay. Oh yeah, no Howie today, guys. I he didn't quit the show. Howie's son is graduating high school and it's his final baseball game. So Howie had to go dad cash daddies. The daddy had to go be a daddy. So shout out to and let's give him a shout out because I just got a text from Howie. Kid ripped a couple of RBA RBIs in his last game. So that's father of the year stuff, guys. I mean, dude, I'm in the running. I he wants to bank fatties, but instead he's with his son today. Okay. What a guy. We love Howie. And uh, yeah, so that's great. Guys, let's get into our past week. How'd we do? Wow. Evan, you want to start off with this rocket ship that is Safe Moon, this craziness that everybody's talking about? Yeah. I mean, Safe Moon just went absolutely parabolic. And we were all in on that stuff and we were loving it. It was super high. We were all high in hopium. And then today, they held an AMA at about, you know, 3.30, 4 o'clock Eastern. And, and did the guy show up drunk or something I hear? Um, we got some trouble we need to worry was, about? I, I think he took one of Joey Diaz's edibles because that dude was just, like, off of his rocker. He had no idea what he was saying. There was a voice. There was chatter in the background. They were at a crypto convention, so – they were just that there's a lot of puss bait around there. I'll yeah. know, dude. I've been to those off the grid stuff. It's about a hundred guys and three chicks. That's what it oh, it's like. like a Star Wars convention, but no, it's just, like a Chris Neff comedy show. That's there's a nicer way to say that. Okay, it's called sold out, <laughs> but the place only seats nine. <laughs> anyway, so it, it people were a bunch of people were complaining and they were just super pissed off like it that it was unprofessional and all this stuff and there was a massive sell-off it, it went down about i think 50 60 percent 20 maybe all 25%. i gotta say to the safe moon guy see you in the rooms brother see you in the rooms <laughs> keep coming back it yeah, works okay <laughs> it is so it is back up though like i want to i, I want to get away there's some shit coins, then there's altcoins, and then there's Bitcoin, okay? No, what no, is no. Bitcoin? Could you explain it to us? Bitcoin is like the sun, guys. The sun that everything revolves around, okay? But I, I, I'm going to put, I'm going to put, some, I'm going to put Ethereum in there as well. I Whoa, think Ethereum, hold on. Is this a satellite to the sun? This is a is tiny sun next sun. to the bigger sun. So it's like Star but Wars when Luke Skywalker's seeing the double horizon sun. and it's double sunning? Double sun. Let me ask you something, dude. I took a little bath on Coinbase. Should I keep it or sell it? Um, I think you got to hold because guess what? Mama Woods just keeps buying those dips. And if there's one thing I know about Kathy is that she looks exactly like that Mary girl that Howie thinks is now her. And if you're into conspiracies, I say, I say, hold it. I'm holding it. It's, it's a long-term play. Like I said, three to six months for me. Which let me ask, really let me ask the, the little G what, what, hold Sal. What do you think of Ethereum or Bitcoin? No, I'm talking Coinbase. about Coinbase. Oh, stock. oh, oh yeah. Hold, hold it. Hold it. Like, I'm down, I'm just down. like, just like you were saying, it's the brand of excellence. I don't think anybody is going to, the closest competitor they have is Binance. I think. Keep but, in mind, yeah. and Binance, and Binance is, is really hard to actually verify on. It takes, they're way more cautious. It's a lot of pain in the ass. I had to get a VPN just to do it. 
I I, th- wow. I think I think crypto is crypto is the future, and I, I I think Coinbase is just a really promising company. And on that note, if you feel like working some balls, uh, BYGVF was up eighteen percent today. So to those that are still holding, congratulations! I'm not letting it go any anytime soon. I think it's going to get that. Um, uh, collateral effect from Coinbase, um, although it did drop just like Coinbase did the last three days. So right. my question is, like, does Howie need a ball washing while he's watching? His well, kids? here's the thing. FSR was up 17% today, but since I bought it on his recommendation, okay, I'm still down 31%. Now, of course, I also took his pick to buy Ford Calls, and I am currently down 50%. So that's it, man. I mean, like, I think every, I think it's great. I'm, I, I, I'm excited. Monero is always going to be something I loved it, and it's it just keeps going up. And and I'm sorry, man. Again, I'm going to say we got we got we got Bitcoin, we got Ethereum. Then we have your altcoins. Then we have your shit coins. Okay, I I don't like saying everything's a shit coin. Now we you know alt season. We've had a lot of talk about that. I mean, and then we've had uh, you know. How he's brought up that these dinosaurs are talking about how these uh these altcoins are gonna disappear. I'm sorry, what they're talking about are shit coins. Shit coins are gonna disappear. That's what I think. So I mean, we should tear <clears throat> these things in mm-hmm. terms of what we think are 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 gonna move and what's not gonna move. V chain has been doing really well for me this whole week. I really like V chain, B E T. I like it. It's out of all the stuff I have, like they're kind of like not my main coins. That one's consistent. Dude, Cardero, Cardero is doing Cardano. really Cardano. Cardano. Cardano, excuse me. Yeah. Thank not you. Not Cordano, Cardano, ADA. Bookum Dano, okay? Is that what yeah. we're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Cardano, dude. Okay. I uh I I like that 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 coin's doing really well with me. And guys, here's the whole thing, man. Don't be afraid also if you think a coin is not doing a lot of movement, but another coin is doing some good movement consistently, don't be afraid to move your money from that coin to the coin you really like. That's what I've been doing lately. You know, like I told you, whenever a new coin comes on Coinbase, I'll buy a hundred bucks of it. Well, you know what, man? I did that a couple times and those coins have gone up a little bit, but they're not moving like the other ones I really like. So uh, I'm moving to the other stuff. We do address the parabolic gain on those shit coins in the Discord because um, we had a couple people that bought SafeMoon and they were up 125X, okay? Think about that. That is like hitting the lottery ticket. You know, that's insanity. And now everybody is in there talking about, oh, it's pirate coin. I don't know anything about it, but that's chasing, wor- dude. I, they I, are. I cr- I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just I'm saying just not that getting into that. I don't have a problem with that either. Cause like I told you, 90% of what I hold is in Bitcoin when it comes to the, the, Currency, whatever, right. the, the crypto, but I don't have a problem throwing 500 bucks in the safe moon as I kind of feel like I want to do it and hold it for the length of this podcast just to see what could happen as an exercise. I respect that. throwing your money into a speculative shit coin and seeing what happens. So I have no plans to sell it, but I do know people are 50X, 125X. I don't know if they take profits. If I was up 50X on anything, I would definitely be bagging profits. Uh, I'm up a lot on, I'm up a lot on a lot of my coins and I'm not selling 
I'm not the only one I've sold is Doge, and I buy a little, it goes up. I move it to another coin. I buy a little more Doge, and then it moves up, and I I move it to another coin. I, I I'm not gonna like I said, man. I'm not selling. I'll shift funds from one coin that's kind of stagnant, not moving anywhere, to a coin I think has got some real bounce in in their step. So I'll I'll go over there, but I'm not. I'm holding, dude. I'm telling you, man. I'm diamond hands in this shit till I'm a millionaire. I know everybody's talking about the big depression's coming, the big sell-off. I'm sorry, dude. I, I'm going to hold my thing, dude. I, I, I think we're seeing a lot of misinformation right now from the old guard on digital currency because I bet you they're seeing movement in the old markets starting to slow, slow down, and they're getting scared, and their power to control money on a global level, I think is they, they see the future and I, I'm sorry. And you know, there's a lot of people, cause I have another podcast called Tim Fall High, obviously a lot of people talking about one currency, new world order. I'm sorry. There's so many digital currencies now. I don't think they can control them all or they don't control them all. So I, I, I'm really, I'm really, really excited about the future of digital currency. And I'm really excited for those who listen to this podcast and get into it. So I think it's been a good week. Listen, man, uh, next week, I think you'll see another dip because why? It's the end of the month. People start selling to pay their bills. And this is what we're going to do. I think we see this. This is what the month will be. Obviously, this month was like this, that, bam. Uh, I, I And I'm going to tell you, I sent you guys the video. You know, someone broke down why we saw that big dip. And it was a bunch of stuff. It was one that the story came out that, that, that Howie was talking about, which according to a lot of videos on YouTube, wasn't even true, was just misinformation. That's nothing against Howie. Oh, about the laundering, the feds laundering? Yeah, and all that that's stuff. That's all bullshit. That's all bullshit. Yeah, and that's not Howie's fault, but that's what they do that for. It's so that you see and you go, oh my God, look, it's laundering. You know, I did it. I actually fell for it today because I sent you guys the safe moon is a Ponzi scheme thing. I didn't really look into it. I just wanted to see what you guys' thoughts was. But that caused a little rush. And then we had, um, then apparently a large section of China, the government just blacked out that section of the country, which involved mining. So the the, the output was last, the hashing was last. They went down, which caused a big rush to sell. So that's what we're going to have, man. There's a lot of scared money in digital currency and i'm telling you who's not scared are the fat cats who are sitting there putting out these stories so people sell off the price of bitcoin goes down and they gobble up more of it and that's just my opinion uh that's a great take i don't disagree with any of that um again i told you guys before in the past i wasn't going to uh put more than 10 percent into crypto i am committed to keeping 20 percent uh, of my profile so once I get through, I, I had to trim a bunch of my holdings today because I've got a big tax bill coming up. So once I get through that, I will be um, looking to allocate uh, about four, no, six more percent into crypto. And it will most likely go into, you know, the tier two coins that you're speaking of. And of course, Bitcoin and Ethereum. I love both Bitcoin and Ethereum, but I have no problem with like the manas and the anchors and, uh, you know, projects that I actually believe are legit, but you know me, I'm a gambler. I got no problem throwing in 500 bucks into safe moon or the next, you know, big thing just, just for the ride. But again, 
invest at your own risk and do your own research and don't put anything in that you can't afford to lose. We're never well, going to stop saying that. And uh, let's also talk about my football league making moves. You know what? Let's pull the meme up that I commissioned because I spent some money on this. I don't even just know you to, should get your to, money back. You spent just money to, on this? I would have done nah, it for free. Nah, I just said, you know what, in the you Discord. Just want, okay, yeah. A lot of so weird. Shout out to Silent DJ for making yeah. this happen. <laughs> Dude, I love that. I love <laughs> that. And I'm that? so proud of myself. I think my favorite thing is my face and my fucking manto going on at the bottom. Well, too. Here's my thing. Thing, man you didn't tell us that uh, the los angeles aces won 13 to 6 against the riverside rampage were you at the game were you uh, i was not hot? no i, I oh, whenever oh, oh. i show up they get nervous they're like oh he's here the owner's here but <laughs> act look busy and i'm like dude i can't show up Let no, natural yeah, you're a micromanager yeah, you know what happens is the snack bar says oh shit he's here load up some more hot dogs on the grill because we're about to run out again are you talking shit to the fat dragon bro Bit. all right guys so uh yeah man so uh we have a great show for you any more ball washing or can um, we bring it get to the interview no we I, why am i interview? asking neff this evan anything else you because i could dude if we like neff go he'll be doing well, shout I got one. I, i've got the, <laughs> the reader comment of the week okay do it that the dude after the interview uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, oh, we'll we're gonna to, get in the we'll time get... machine yeah Oh, sweet, dude. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the interview that we'll talk about OCG and all that stuff. So. Okay, we'll get into all that. All right, guys, this is a great interview. It's with uh, a, a guy. I is one of the coolest cats I've been able to talk to. Uh, he is an, uh, He's on the Orlando Magic, NBA player, Terrence Ross. Enjoy the interview. All right, so let's uh, get into this. Very excited to have this guest on. He's uh, appeared on my other podcast. A lot of people think we're best friends. I'm not going to fight that rumor, you know. Uh, super excited to have him on. He's uh, part of the NBA's Orlando Magic, and I'm excited to have him on. Please welcome Terrence Ross. How are you, brother? Thanks for having me, bro. What's going on? Thanks for coming on the show. It's been a while. You appeared on uh, Tim Fall Hat, and, and uh, you know, we got the show going, and it's it's getting pretty popular. And I thought, man, I really wanted to talk to somebody uh who might be into the crypto and that whole world and uh so just real quick man like what i want to talk to you i want to start from the beginning when when uh you got drafted right the the moment before you got drafted i was listening to a michael vick and he and he was on uh, the dan patrick show or or con coward and he was talking about as the draft was coming up he's hearing these rumors and all this stuff about where he's gonna go and all he was thinking about is money so as you're as you enter the draft and you know the draft is coming, what talk to us kind of about what you're what's going through your mind for the draft, man? Like for me, it was kind of a lot of people, you know, that are usually those top ten picks. They kind of know that they're going to the league from high school, right? I was kind of a different case, man. I was kind of one of those uh, late bloomers, and uh, I kind of had a standout, you know, sophomore season. And up until the end of that season, I had no idea that I was even you know, really considered going, like, you know, ready for pro. So after that season ended, uh, the mock drafts came out and they were kind of, they had me on the top 10. So I was kind of a little like, ah, I think this is the time to do it. So once I popped out, I knew that, you know, I was going to get drafted. How high or how low was kind of, you know, that was up in the air. You're kind of worrying about that every day. So uh, when the day finally did come, like I was, they invited me to the green room and I actually fought back. Like, I didn't even think I was going to get picked that high. I was like, I'm not even trying to go to the room. Like, I want to be the last guy. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't want to be one of those guys yeah. stuck in there, right? Yeah. You don't want 
the Aaron Rodgers face in the background. Yeah, steaming coming out of your ears. Yeah, Yeah. right. So I was pretty much like, you know, my agent and my mom, she kind of forced me. They forced me to go. So I was like, okay, whatever, we'll go. Um, You know, I have my charger, all my stuff, my phone, you know, set up just in case anything goes south. And about around like uh, round pick six, I think like the seventh pick had already been in. That was the eighth pick. So you kind of see where the cameras go. Once that six pick came out and then, you know, they said number seven's on the board. They went, you know, they sent one camera to Harrison Barnes and then another camera kind of came like hovering towards me. And I just kind of had this, you know, just kind of stuck in a time type moment where I couldn't really, I had no idea what was going on. And then next, you know, they called Harrison and then the cameras came up on me. And then I just, honestly, I, I don't remember anything after that. I just completely on the autopilot. I remember they called my name and I just had this blank look on my face and I was just kind of just making my way through the back of the crowd and I went up there, shook Commissioner Stern's hand and uh, next you know, it was real as that. Was it Toronto? It was Toronto. Okay, so my question is Toronto is like, when you start looking into tax bra- tra- taxes <laughs> at that point, when you're yeah. going to Toronto, <clears throat> is there a special deal that goes on there? Nah, so... Nah, you get stuck in that tax bracket in Toronto where you're paying like 45, 50% of all the taxes in there because you know, like the lower class pays nothing. So that hit home pretty hard when like, you know, getting drafted, yes, thank God. But once, you know, my financial was like, yeah, this is how much you're taking. I was kind of like, oh my God. I was like, that's like legit half of what I'm doing. Like it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll take any money, but good Lord, I was, I'm, I'm back on, it's not like the financial freedom I thought I was going to have. So uh yeah that sucked luckily i i lived in washington so you know in washington you have no state income tax so i kind of followed that you know that's my primary place of residence so i kind of got a little bit of break but uh it was it was tough man it was tough until i moved here so and now florida's it's the exact opposite right i mean they had talked about how uh What's what's the shooting guard's name? Devin does. Oh man, he went from Toronto in the trade for Kawhi. Well, oh, uh, Demar. 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 Yeah. Like the amount of money he saved going from Toronto yeah. to Texas was like twenty mil. He'd saved on yeah. that deal. Yeah, That's I, a- I, I had a similar situation, right? So I, I, uh, I, was, I had just signed an extension for thirty million dollars, and in Canada, when they when they try to sign people, they kind of they, they want to pay over just so they can kind of give that person their real thing because they know they're going to get hit with taxes, right? So for me, when I got traded, it was like a bittersweet moment because I knew that like, oh, I'm getting traded, but at the same time I'm going to Florida and I'm just on a brand new contract and I get yeah. the <laughs> yeah, yeah, so That yeah, helped yeah, out a yeah, lot. Yeah. That helped out a lot. So, uh, I mean, that was one of the good things about the trade. <laughs> Do you mind if we, uh, because this show is so much about investing and, you know, the crazy markets we're in, we definitely want to talk to you about NFTs and Top Shot. But uh, I did have a lot of people asking me personally if they would, uh, if we could ask you about the process of the NBA Rookie Symposium and how you basically taught, you know, here's the world you're about to enter, be prepared. And any horror stories you might have heard as far as people losing their money, we've all seen broke docs like that, but any highlights from the rookie symposium? So I, I know you're talking about, so the, it's called the, it's called RTB, 
the RTP, Rookie Transition Program, that they send all the rookies to the first year uh, before they actually go out to their markets, right? And, um, and what they did with us is they took all the, the guys in the draft, they put us in a hotel in like New Jersey somewhere. And we were just in classes from uh, money management, time management, um, you know, professional this, this and that. They just had a whole bunch of, you know, professional courses for, you know, the rookies to learn, right? And so, of course, they would have, you know, some, some guys from back in the day who had some bad experiences come back and, you know, tell the stories. So, uh, I mean, it's pretty much, it's, that's the, they try to scare you, man. They try to scare you into, you know, being smart with your money. And uh, I mean, for me, luckily, I, 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 looked, I was looked out for my, my mom and my, my agent. They, they kind of led me in the right direction to start with. So, uh, I mean, for the most but do part. You get, do you get out of that symposium and then walk outside and it's like World War Z of like agent zombies coming after no, you? And it's, like, hey, it's, man, we're ready. It's flip. It's flip. This is at the end. You go through all the, the, the getting the agents and getting this and that people coming at you. You get that. Like, as soon as you say, I declare for the NBA draft. So all that wow. gets taken care of right away. So by the time you get done with RTP, you pretty much, you know, you're, it's the real deal from there out. So. I mean, and this, this process starts early, you know, Terrence is a fan of my other podcast. That's how we met. And you know, the, the money situation that happens in college and, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on with that. You know, it's like, in my humble opinion, the reason they don't want to pay college athletes is because most of the money that, you know, the profits that, that college, whether it is uh, private or public, the money goes into a trust, which is ran by the board of trustees. And that board of trustees invests that money in a hedge fund. And universally, they tend to invest in the military industrial complex. And that's why they don't want to touch any of that money, right? So now they're getting into that, oh, you can make money off your likeness, because that doesn't touch any of that war money. So I mean, like, like, I don't want to get into your personal stuff, but I remember uh, Tatum, he's an awesome player. He yeah. was, I think, Bradley Beal's podcast. And he goes, I think that Duke is the only place that doesn't play pay players. And Beal was like, I, I was born, but I wasn't born yesterday. Oh, uh, the, the, the whole, like, it's what is that like? Like, I mean, you got a year in college. How many years did you do of college? I did too. I did too. Man, so like, the whole thing is like, that's a Go very, it's, it's a very real thing. It's a very real thing. Um, you know, they're gonna have to do it one way. Like players are gonna get this money regardless, which is what it's looking like. The NBA is starting their own, you know, they're starting their own specific G League team that's just for high schoolers that take the best prospects and then pay them for how much they think they were worth. And that's what we're gonna start doing with that. So NCAA is gonna have to, you know, kick out some little hush money or do something to, to get, keep the players coming to school. But for the most part, man, like, Back in the day, you would hear guys like, bless my mother's soul, she, she was so oblivious to how the lingo and the code talk was like, how it went down. So they would tell, they would say things to my mother, you know, these recruiters would say things to my mother and then she, would, she wouldn't have an idea like, wait, what are you talking, like she'd be lost in the in translation, right? And I know for like, you know, personal friends that I have, I'm not gonna say throw any names out there, but they're, man, they come to school fresh. You got kids going to school with, uh, no nice clothes. Yeah, locked and loaded, dog. I'm like, man, I'm a top 50 recruit, like, and I haven't gotten a single damn thing. Like, I legit, like, and this is a true story. When I when I took my recruiting visit to to Washington, 
the players that were there on the team were Isaiah Thomas, Justin, uh, Justin Holiday. Uh, we had some other, you know, high touted high school prospects and some guys are going to the league. So when I went there on the recruiting, you know, some of these guys had cars. Like I remember Isaiah Thomas had a, a, a brand new charger with like 22s on it and his initials in the rim and like, you know, a two-tone paint. And I'm just like, okay, Isaiah's driving that. He's clearly the best player. Um, then I remember Justin Holiday, his brother was in the league and, you know, he, he's in the league now. I remember he was driving like an Escalade on rims. I'm just like, did I like hit the jackpot coming to this school? So like, I, even like the, you know, the, the, the seventh, eighth man on the roster, they had like these little beat up Pontiacs and they were driving. I was just like, well, all right, everybody's getting a car. I want to get a car too. So I was just like, okay, cool. Me just being oblivious, not knowing how anything works. I get there and then turns out all these cars and things are legitimately paid for and they have, you know, actual reasons. And now I don't get anything. It turns out, you know, the coach I was with, he was like, he didn't break a single rule. Like if you ask him for five bucks for, for McDonald's, he's going to ask for that $5 back. So I mean, I kind of got the short end of the stick, but I definitely had a ton of friends who were going to different schools, you know, the big name schoolwas getting, you know, uh, shoe boxes full of cash, yeah. shoes. <laughs> yeah. Cash. Were, were you ever approached or did you witness any point shaving or anything on Come that? Come on, dude. Like, oh, no, 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 I'm just, I'm curious to know like how prevalent it really could be because you no, see, it wasn't like, like, no way it's had, prevalent. No, it What's wasn't that? like the longest yard and you had, you know, Adam Sandler, you know, shaving points. It wasn't like that. It yeah. was just, these are pretty much highly touted. Everybody wants, everybody wants the attention of these kids. So they're getting whatever. Right. But yeah, it's, it's that player that's on the bubble. That's like, I'm definitely not going to get drafted. And somebody approaches them and says, here's your shot. Yeah, I mean, I Chris, listen, nobody gets where he's playing. It's never shoot. happening. No, yeah. no, no. I'm talking about in, yeah. in when you're playing sports. like no. Oniana state, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah, like yeah. the yeah. deepest in maybe <laughs> where nobody's paying attention hey, when you're hey. a top 50 recruit. It's yeah, not sure. happening. <laughs> All I'm saying is, don't diss on Howie's alma mater. That's okay? like us going on Terrence's show and him going. So, what is the number of your Coke dealer, dude? I like. No, no, no. I'm just curious <laughs> that shit. It's, it's a setup. Like, who are you, that Terrence? Is the one. Terrence, we can freely, like I said, we can totally strike that. I'm just curious right. because you hear about this stuff and dude, it's like who you heard about in that, college man. that was shaving points in college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, no, no, I watched yeah, the Yeah, I mean, like, dude, those Arizona State. happen. No, no, no. It happened at Arizona State. Remember that? Yeah. But who's going to talk about it on a podcast, Chris? No, no, I'm not asking Terrence to spill the beans and say he's You killed. just literally did. No, yeah, you just literally did. I was like, huh? Did you no, no, practice I, this interview with your no. cats? Then did, they, did they say this? You're wearing a wire. You're wearing a wire under no, your shirt. My point is like, take your shirt off right now, bro. Take your shirt is, off is right now. <laughs> It's even about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clean. Dude. I'm clean. I swear to God, pat me down. I oh, was God, those love handles are shady, dog. Hey, Listen, COVID. Forget that question. We're moving along. Okay. Let's get into this. Happened. What? Listen, Terrence. What is what is the name of your record label? Oh, my record label? Yeah. I mean, every every pro athlete has <laughs> to start a record label. That seems like the number one move. A production label, and it's called THZ. That's under my podcast and it's basically named after my kids and my uh, co-host kids. So 
no record label, and I'm terrible with names. Like I, <laughs> the create, I lack so much creativity when it comes to anything spontaneous like that. So that THZ was the best we can get. We were just like, we don't know. They put our kids' initials, so that's my record label. Respect on that. Respect. Yeah. So as we were talking about, you know. We're getting into this. We've talked about broke and stuff like that, but now you're here. You, you're you're flush with money. That's a blessing. I mean, like, I don't think you know. Sometimes I hear like people. You know, you'll go on these blogs and be like, I saw. I think it was like Sports Blog Nation or something like that. They're like the ten worst players in the NBA, and I tweet them. I go, each one of these dudes would scorch you. They would scorch you. If they walked into the into the Y, they would scorch everybody. The top 420 players in the world. It's like, it's so amazing you got in there. I mean, you're so good, but it's still like the blessings to get in there. It's gotta be, it's just to live your dreams, man. I like, what was that feeling when it finally happened? Bro, it still doesn't feel like it's happened. Like, I've been, this is my ninth year. I'm finishing my ninth year in the league and it still doesn't always feel like, it doesn't feel real all the time. So uh, it's definitely a blessing, but it's definitely, it's, it's tough, man. Cause you, I, I've been in the league long enough to see, you know, some some Cinderella stories and I've seen, I've been here long enough to see some goddamn horror shows. So uh, it's it's a, it's a blessing to be here, you know, going strong. You know, my, this contract I'm on will take me into my 11th year. So. I mean, pretty much when you pass that mark, I mean, you pretty much, you've made it. So, uh, dude, 10 years in the NBA is like, I mean, we always hear about the LeBrons almost going 20, but it's unheard of, man. 10 uh, years in a league where like every year there's thousands of people wanting to get in that league for maybe like 60 spots, maybe yeah, if you're lucky. Yeah. yeah. And, and like the average length of a career is usually like, two and a half or three and a half years, not even a full, you know, contract. So to, to be on my third contract is definitely a blessing. It's, it's not, it wasn't easy. I'm not going to lie. Cause a lot of times where you just like, bro, I don't know if this is what I want to do anymore. It's like, you just taking too much out of me. I'm gone all the time. Like I'm missing, you know, birthdays. I'm missing. Yeah, dude. Can I, can I tell you to look after a player for me? Cause it's my cousin's son-in-law. Yeah. He's in the G uh, Yoli Childs. Yoli Childs, never heard of him. He, uh, he was a senior at BYU last year. He okay. was averaging a double-double. And, you know, of course, he misses the tournament, the opportunity. He was looking at second round. Didn't happen. So he's playing in the G for the Wizards. But keep your eye on him. Hey, yeah. I'll tell you this. This is, this is a man's league, man. Like, this is not – it's like it ain't for – it's not for everybody. When I say that, it's everybody. Everybody's going to have their own journey. Everybody's going to go through their own up and downs. Like I've had, I actually, it's actually a kid on our team now who's my best friend is his best friend's younger brother. So like I, he's, he's, I'm kind of close to him. We're from the same town. So we know the same groups of people. So, and he, you know, he's trying to make, he was struggling in the G he's going from the G to like trying to make it on the team. And he, he was in our training camp and he didn't make the training camp. He didn't make the, the roster at training camp, but they signed him, you know, just like last week. So, I was just telling them, man, this is a man's league. Like, ain't nobody going to feel sorry for you if you don't make it or if you don't get, you know, the time you deserve because it's tough, bro. Like, you don't think everybody here is, you know, making sure that they're good and making sure that they're not trying to be the next guy cut. Like, it, it's not easy, man. You got to find a way to 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 kind of find your niche in the league and, and make it kind of dominant so you know, you know what you do because uh, 
it's tough, man. I'm not gonna lie. Like you, you see guys that start out going crazy, and next thing you know, you know they got they they struggling to get on the team, and you got guys that second round working their ass off, going through this and that, and the next you know, they're these are the guys that are the the sleepers, like your Draymond Greens and your Chris Middletons, like the guys who are just a second rank, and now they're all stars. So drafted same year as you, if I recall. Same year. So it's yeah. it's crazy, man. It's crazy how this thing goes. Uh, but it's definitely a grind. It is not for everybody. I didn't see, I didn't, I tell people all the time, like I didn't played with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of players like that. They just come through and they go. Like the amount of players that'll be here it's for so hard, man. That's my it's like it's unreal, bro. Well, and, and it's not just that it's hard and it's so difficult to play. It's that the rosters are so shallow. I mean, you look at the 25 or 26 men on the, you know, in MLB, and then compared to you guys, it is the top 15, of the top. dude. It's That's why I want them to add two teams, man. I think the league could. Why you think you got a shot? Add. White man can't jump no, over there. No, dude, I did. I wanted to be the first white guy to play for John Thompson <laughs> at Georgetown. That was my whole dream as a kid. I wanted to play for Hoya Paranoia. That was my dream. Real quick, last thing about the NBA. You see them, they're going to go back to maybe getting rid of the one and done. And, you know, a lot of people are like, if you can play, you can play. Uh, I'm not against it, but as a guy who did two years, do you, do you feel that two years prepared you for the re, for the league physically? Because I see a lot of guys, especially big men. When you yeah. get drafted into the NBA big man, I feel like your first year you're going to get injured because you're going up against yeah, probably the most genetic super freaks on the planet. Power forwards, centers in the NBA. Are, I don't know, outside of maybe linemen, yeah. in the NFL, there's as much contact. No, I mean, no, for sure. There, there's that aspect of, you know, you, you could be super talented and you could be, you know, just amazing with the statistics and all that, but there's that physical aspect of just like, you're not there yet. Like, and don't get me wrong, there's a few guys that have like, out the gate have been like, this guy's ready. I mean, you got your LeBrons, your Dwight Howards, but they're like genetic freaks. Like they're- Zion. They're, yeah, like Zion, like that's not normal. Like that doesn't happen all the time. I'm gonna bank on it. But uh, for me, it, it helped a little bit. And even, even still doing the two years when I got to the league, I was still like two years away from being like, you know, taking these bumps and hits. So uh, it, it depends, man, everybody's different. Uh, I mean, the one and done, I'm sure there's there's probably a couple of kids I think in the league or in high school right now that could play in the league, but for the most part, like yeah, you gonna need if you want to be like you know ready, ready, you need to to have to have that physical aspect of that and that presence to go in there to know that like when you go up into the paint and take that bump, you could land on your back if you're not if you don't have that ten extra pounds that you know you need to make sure that you're safe. But it's hard, man. I don't know. It, it, it's either way. It depends on the person, I guess. Can so, we talk uh, Top Shot? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's We're what we kind of wanted this. to get into is is like yeah. so now you're you're set. You signed your contract, mm -hmm. and and you, do you have a financial advisor yeah. that helps yeah. you with everything? Are you are you into the stocks? What what are you liking to invest in right now? What oh, are you looking into? So it's so funny. So I, I I've had the same financial advisor uh, since the start of my career. Um, and he's super great. And he's actually, since I moved back here, he's actually closer to where I'm at. So, uh, but when it comes to like the stocks, I'm not gonna lie. My wife is the one that is like the mad genius behind all of it. Like she's, she's on your Robin Hood. She's on your dog coin. She's on, 
she's trying to get into Bitcoin. Like she, she's on top of everything. And I'm not gonna lie, she's actually made like money. And I'm, I'm like shocked and surprised because I'm thinking she's just about to just trick $4,000 off easy. And then she turned that into like, she's up like almost eight grand. And I don't even fucking know. I want, she's walking around here somewhere. I, if I see her, I'll grab her. But she, she's, she's the one that's in the craze. She's on the Reddit. She's a little Reddit warrior. So uh, when it comes to stocks, she's the one I, I kind of rely on. I used to do it at first, but now I'm just like, I, I, I used to be really involved in it before I made my big money. And so when I didn't have that big money, I wasn't allowed to play with pretty much any money when I was going into my stocks. And so, you know, and that's, I, I, and that's the goal. We're all trying to get to the goal where we don't have to do this because yeah. as engaging and as fun as it is, it is a massive amount of work. And that's what our show is about is just trying to get people that have never thought about investing before the, the courage to put their toes in the water and say, I can do this, but I, there's no reason to keep my money in the bank. Cause it's not doing anything for it. You can do it. And just like my wife, like she, it's, she, don't get me wrong, like she has her, 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 her months where she's down and I'm like, you've done it now. Like you did, you fucking lost it up. But like, <laughs> then she just, you know, hold the line and all that shit. And she next you know, she's you know, got her money back and all the crazy sends it fucking through the roof. Like nothing we've seen. So I don't know. She's, I, I just hear she's her. She's a big crypto I'm, person, huh? She's in the crypto. Yeah. She's a little bit, she, a little bit. She's, I think she's dabbling, but for the most part, like, cause she has one of her close friends and she, they're always like, they were in like the whole Bitcoin craze like years ago. And she was always telling us, and they told us, I think about a year and a half ago about what is it called? Dog coin now or Doge? Doge. 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 They told us to invest some money into that. And my wife, she did. And then like a couple months later, took it out. And she made like, she made like a thousand dollars. And then literally two weeks ago, yeah. Fucking goes and, from seven cents to forty cents. He was like, who's your financial advisor? Howie Dewey. He does that all the time. <laughs> he pulls out right before it explodes every time. I, I've been trying not to give a shit about it because I know she's like really. She's like she she gets upset, but dude, it is like musical chairs. You don't want to be stuck without a chair because if that thing goes down and everybody's selling, good luck on getting rid of that. Um. Chris, you wanted to talk about uh, some... Yeah, so obviously NFTs are fairly new to the market and people are... are, are we're, I, here's my take, Terrence, real quick. I feel like we're on the verge of the internet 2.0 when it comes to NFTs. I think NFTs and crypto are the literally the internet, the second internet. And we've been talking about NFTs a little bit and I know you're into Top Shot and um, we haven't discussed it, and I'm curious to know, in addition to Top Shot, are you also into like the OG physical, you know, collector cardboard? Can we get into what Top Shot is yes. first, Chris? Because yeah. I'm not as yeah. familiar as you yeah. guys. So, Parents, if you don't mind, please explain. NBA Top Shot. <clears throat> okay, so essentially what it is, is imagine, just like you said, old school trading cards, online, digitalized, and instead of cards, they're called moments. And these moments are a little more in depth in the card the moments are actual you know clip of a nba shot block dunk still or handles right uh and you know they vary in different moments uh just how you have different cards that have different values there's different series there's different um series numbers of different limited edition cards there's different uh packs that come out uh 
and in a sense, those packs kind of act kind of like Bitcoin in a sense where however many are out is out there. So once they're out, you can't like just go to the store and pick some up quick. So I think that's just making the buzz and this whole commodity, you know, go crazy is the fact that there's a limited amount of, of moments and people are all trying to get their hands on them. And I mean, the best thing about being the NBA player is now I'm like a stockbroker. And I can kind of you know, <laughs> manipulate this thing based off. Uh, now you're talking my language. Yeah, and kind of manipulate this thing based <laughs> off, you know, what's popping, what player's hot, who had a good game, who's interacting with who, who's talking about what. So yeah. it makes it super fun for everybody, right? So I watched you poll yourself, and I was like, that has got to be one of the most insane, like, sensations. To be like, oh, here's me. I just opened a virtual pack of me, yeah. you know, so, doing an alley-oop. So I'll tell you, back in, when did I get back into this thing? I got into this thing, I think, uh, early, uh, maybe <laughs> December. It was either December or early January. Uh, and before then, like, people, I was getting tagged on Instagram or on Twitter a lot with these top shot moments. And I didn't think anything of it. I thought they were panini cards that people were just, you know, like some fans would normally do, right? Yeah. Um, after a game, uh, my equipment manager, who's always, he's on every NFT, he's on, he, he, that's all he does is, you know, stock trade day and night. So he comes to me after the game. He's like, yo, have you heard about this NBA top shop? And I was just like, I, I think, I don't know. And then right at that time, my, one of my good buddies sends me a text message like, Hey, you need to set up a top shop account tonight. It's a big opportunity. We need to do this. And so I'm like, kind of freaking out. I'm like, okay, let me get back to you. I call my buddy up, he tells me, you know, he gives me the rundown on Top Shop. I go home, make an account. I'm literally, you know, tweeting people like, hey, I have a Top Shop account. Can somebody walk me through the process? Mind you, this is after a game. So this is around 1130, almost midnight. My Twitter is just blowing up. People from everywhere just like, hey, I'm gonna send you a moment. I'm gonna send you a moment. And I'm just like, what the hell are you, what are you talking about? Next, you know, my 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 profile on the top shop starts saying notification, notification. So I click and people are sending me like moments of myself. And so right then and there, I was like, okay, let me figure this out. So I look, I'm like, wait, this is just like a little clip, like basically like a trading card. And yeah, I have, uh... if you try to think of anything, if you try to think of it, anything out like more than that, you're going to psych yourself out and not understand anything that's happening. So you got to understand for me, these players are like, hey, Terrence, look at your card. You're the actual player. Let me give it to you. That for them, once I take that card and own it, they're like, okay, I just get the, an NBA player his own moment. And like, these are the same people that are outside of our hotels and our buses asking for, you know, sign my autographs. So now this is all online. And now we have the opportunity to respond to them in a different way that we haven't before. And it's making everybody go crazy. What is the uh, property? Uh, MB Does the NBA own yeah. those moments? So, so the NBA, this is all licensed by the NBA and the NBA Players Association. So the NBA Players Association, we get a cut, but that cut goes into our licensing. So it isn't like every time, you know, a moment's sold, we get more and more money. You know, it's just, we get, we just sold our rights at a base price to give them so they can do all this. And now it's, what makes it even better is because I'm thinking somebody's sending me this and mind you, the best part of all of this is you get a moment, you can sell these moments for depending on the serial number and, and depending on the, uh, the series type moment and card it is, you can sell it for some good money. So people are gifting me moments and I, these are just, you know, free for me to, you know, sell. And I'm just like, damn, like, 
all right, cool. So, you know, I'm just making the most of it. I'm trading cards with people. I'm gifting people free moments. And so anytime somebody gets a gift or a moment from me, they can go and sell that moment for, you know, X, Y, and Z just because I, I owned it at one point in time. So it gets crazy. So uh, just for people who don't know what a moment is or whatever, I'm just going to show it for yeah. uh, visually. This is actually you pulling your own card. I found that video. Oh, yeah. So crazy reveal. And that's you. And then you get rights to this, correct? Yeah. So I own it. And then and once it's mine, it's just, you know, and then the, based on the serial number and yeah, pretty much the serial number is, is pretty much how much you can sell it for. So when are we was... going to do this on podcast? When can we have a, when we're going to have these moments in podcast where we could sell a moment, right? Chris, hey, you're muted. That's, Chris, you're that's muted. Oh, you my bad. That? Oh, no. Oh, he's okay. Great. My bad. I was going to say for perspective, um, the LeBron dunk, and uh, I've never been able to pronounce this guy's name right. The uh, Namaja Bacilica, I believe is his name. Okay, so super famous. But this this particular top shot is numbered uh, 40. It's out of 49, and it's sold for $208,000. So it's not even a one of one, and it's going for $200,000. And mind you, right now, Topshop is is super new. It's about a year and a half old, coming up on two, but it's it's super new. And, and you can tell, like the moments that they got, those aren't even like my best highlights. Those are just a random dunk you've never Some seen. Some dude clipped hey, something. I don't have a single best highlight. So <laughs> yeah, I know you late. do. Yesterday, so, when you were yelling at your cats, <laughs> I won a dunk contest. I won a dunk contest. If I could get one of my dunk contest moments into those, like. Like top shop and then I can get one of those and then sell that like it'll be worth some actual money to get and take like it'll be it's, yeah. can you do that can you create that he could do it on his own as an that, nft but outside what, of top shot yeah I know well I've been I mean I've been trying to contact them and they're such a new company that they they're it's only like a few guys running this thing and they're trying to keep it up and going because of the, the, the <laughs> yeah but you're Terrence Ross you're like sure. you're, they, you're, you're one of 420. They're, they're in the infant stages and trust me, if they do it for one guy, they got to do it for everybody. And try, this is just, they're literally at the just tip of the iceberg of what they're doing. Like in the next year, this thing is going to be blown up to out of proportion. It's going to be way different. Yeah, they've managed to succeed already. And they were literally taking moments from games that didn't even have attendance. I mean, they yeah. once this is, once basketball's back and we're able to go and you feel the excitement, that's going to translate to the product. And the other thing is, they have a vintage catalog of that players that no longer yet. play. Matt, oh, yeah, think, dude. The Michael Jordan moment. Yes, exactly. Now I don't have to just look at him in a frozen picture. I can see him actually dunk over Patrick Ewing or doing whatever. Like, Oh, yeah. hey, let's not go crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're a little – I'm a Nick <laughs> fan. sensitive Patrick Ewing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to be a white guy at, at, at Georgetown. We're sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> so – can I ask you this, Terrence, because we have a lot of people that I don't, I don't know if you're aware, but the physical cardboard uh, market since COVID, a lot of people say it's 10X, a lot of people say it's 20X, but are you into physical cardboard, like the OG stuff? Nah, it, it's tough because with the cards, man, it's, it's not about just having a, a Michael Jordan rookie card. You have to make sure yeah. that it's in great condition, a, a edge of a smudge on a corner could decrease so it by- here's, here's my here's my proposal, because we did a little research. Okay, PSA 10 Jordan, 
It went for $785,000 about two months ago. It dropped to 400. So that's a, t- a 10X in a year. Uh, yeah, can you pull those stats up? Dude, don't oh. even get me started on this. No, 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 hold on, hold on. No, I got, I okay, it. I got a story for you about okay, my father. hold on. So for some perspective, that set when I was a kid, I was 11. I used to go buy those for a quarter a pack. And yeah. packs now are in the 11,000 range. So if you want to buy a box of those, that's $150,000. Now, you get on average like three Jordans a box, okay? Mm-hmm. But you're taking that risk. Can I get a Gem 10 Jordan and then bank, you know, 500 to 600K? So obviously, we do not have money to go buy 86 Fleer. What I was thinking is maybe we step it up, we push to 88, 89 Fleer, maybe 15 grand a box. We could pull Pippen rookies, Stockton rookies, uh, Jordan third year, Rodman rookies. I would be down to do a live break with you guys if you wanted to go in three ways on a box at like 5K a piece. I would do that, and then we send them into PSA and see how we do. Hold on. I, I mean, yeah, you're saying that we hard. grab those and we do that? I'd do that in a heartbeat. No, no, we have, to, we have to uh, – I'm willing to put in 5K, but I want to have the thrill of opening up, you know, vintage wax. Where well, How much I, does a box cost? Little, you pull up 88, 89 Fleer. We can't afford 87 because that's Dude, second year. Dude, don't tempt year. me, uh, we bro. Can, we can get 86s. No, we what's the one with the Jordan in it, dude? <laughs> Those are packs. 400,000. Right. Yeah, 400,000. For one 000. box of, of a bunch, it's it's how much? 400K for a box. We can't afford it. Now, I'm hey, saying dude. I, we're not blowing all your Bitcoin winnings on you want, 87? That. <laughs> now, now, this is second year. That's 115K. Go to 88. Oh, for just one pack? I was talking a no, box. I would do a that's box. That's a box. A box. There you go. With box 120? No, that's a case. So, okay, so figure 16 grand. We split it three ways, maybe four of how he's in. And that's the one of Johnny? That's the one with Jordan? It's Jordan's third year, Pippen's rookie. Uh, Reggie Miller's rookie. You got Rodman's rookie in there. You got star cards. I mean. But, but uh, Matt, just say we do grab all these cards. Let's say we get, a, we get you know, Pippen, yeah. Rodman, Miller, and Jordan. What do you do when you get the because like okay, here's it's, what it's we like do and you have to like make sure like not that much you know air when here's now. the deal because <laughs> i i have a ritual and i've got cats okay they're not even allowed in my safe room okay so the first thing i do is i put on my rubber gloves okay then i put on my protective goggles and then i wear a face mask because i was watching this happen where they broke an 86 fleer case this vince vaughn look-alike asshole spit on the cards accidentally. Shut up! I swear to God. So what they do are what are called live box breaks. So a guy buys a, a, bo- a box for like 125 grand and they give everyone who's in, they put in like, a, you know, 10K to buy their individual pack. I can't take that risk and end up with like 15 Johnny Moores, all right? I gotta have a box. So we have a chance to- this is- there's too much risk. The risk is not is not the reward and the risk. Live that- dangerous, okay, Ross. Hold on. Join Terrence, us. Terrence, hold on. Lil E, pull up PSA 10, 88 uh, Jordan. Let's get a cost on that. Because it is worth the risk. Uh, dude, I, I, dude, I'm willing to do this for the thrill, bro. <laughs> Me too. I'm, uh, I ain't afraid, bro. Just just this, one? This is like the yeah. equivalent of, of doing an NBA Top Shop drop. All right, well, you, we gotta, get to- you, gotta, you gotta get in the line 
And then oh, you have to see if you're okay. you know, one of the 30,000 separated from the 256,000 that are in line to get one of these $100 moment packs. And then you're going to get 10 moments and you know, you're going to get an all-star and you can flip that all-star for at least a thousand for at least minimum for minimum a thousand. Let's say you get a, a, a LeBron James serial number 23. You could sell that for whatever you want. You can sell it. Like a low ball number would be a hundred grand. Yeah, and some perspective on this. When I was growing up, we go by these packs. I'm, I'm, in. I'm in. spitting on your camera or spitting on the cards. Like I it's all and it's, it's first thing we open it, next thing everybody pulls guns on each other. Just be cool, dude. Everybody ruins the cards from the sweat. I don't I don't okay. want to do it. I I wear the gloves. I'm done. Dude, we hazmat suit this stuff. How about this? We hazmat suit. How about this? We do both. We do the virtual and we do the physical, and then we see which is more profitable. Uh, Real LeBron, a LeBron moment broke the record for the highest paid, and it's a two hundred thousand for a a dunk. Yeah, that was the dunk he had on that guy's name. I can't pronounce. Uh, Bielitsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And keep in mind, that's one of 49. There's 49 copies of that, and it went for 208,000. And that was now, number 29. Oh, so you buy a pack of them, and you can see what's in your pack, or you buy the individual? Virtual. The virtual. Ooh. So it's like a pack of cards, and then it rips open, and then like 10 pop out, and then boom, you get a show, you get music. Okay. Guys, you know me. That, you know Let's me. Do- I love the action. Come I want to do the physical. If y'all want to, if y'all actually want to do some top jobs, like yes. I can, I can find a way from some things that we can, I'll have you guys on and I, we can do this on your show. I'll bring some top shot moments and we can open them up. You know what, yeah. Terrence? Terrence, here's what I want. I just want to be sitting courtside while you just posterize somebody so I can be in it with you. Yeah. Oh, oh that would be the best. Yeah. And, and then buy that one and then yeah. make yeah. that. And then I go sell out. it as Chris Neff's yeah. moment. <laughs> right? like, um, maybe you guys didn't know, but I uh, have my own Top Shot card. And they're mm. like, what? Because this happened actually in the physical world in 89, no, 90 hoops. Uh, Mark Jackson, uh, he's got a card, and the Menendez brothers are courtside in the back. Oh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, worth yeah. like so much more than it normally is because you got two serial killers while he's dishing to, to Ewing. Dude, uh, there's, a, there's a moment out there. There's okay. a moment out there where Steph Curry in the playoffs lights up my Clippers. Like he just goes off. And they they stopped it, and they did a shot of all the crowd's reactions. And one of my good friends, Eric Griffin, who who was on um, what was uh, work, that? Workaholics. Workaholics is like this in the picture. It is so fun. I bet you could get that moment. NFT. He can make an NFT. I yes. would, dude, Chris. This is the best idea you've ever had. I, I it's my first. This. It's my first ever. Okay, now here's my no. point. As an exercise. Because I grew up in the 80s and all we would do is spend money on cards. And, and Terrence is right. It is very hard to pull not only a, a good looking card, but a centered card, no, nothing wrong with the edges, all that. But I think it would be fun because you get the thrill of the nostalgia of being there and you know reliving your childhood moments. And then in addition, we do the virtual and then we see which one is more successful. Because the other thing we haven't mentioned is the new cards, they're serial numbered, the physical stuff. Like there's a Zion that went for half a million dollars. Okay. And it's a physical card. And I've been, you know, looking at these sales, you know, I'm, 
I'm all about Jordan. I'm all about, you know, uh, anybody that's got a career where you know it's going to be somewhere. But you've got these second and third year players and their cards are in the tens and twenty thousands of dollars. And if, what happens if somebody breaks a leg or God forbid, you know, can't play again? These cards are worthless. And there are so many people speculating on these very limited edition cards. There's that's great- the whole thing. Wow, look at that. Look at that. That's yeah. absurd. Dude, I want I want a uh, I want one of these moments of somebody trying to take a charge from Zion. Right? Right? Standing in there as that guy's freight training down the middle. Dude, you see your whole life pa- pass before you when that guy comes down the middle. That's fine. I think I think we actually play them next. <laughs> Stay out of the way. Take one so for the as, team. As we I've wrap never, this I've up. I've never seen this guy. I've never played him before. He's always been hurt or something. Oh, really? Yeah, so this will be the first time I ever oh, seen Oh, that's him. sweet. Oh man, stay out of the way, dude. I don't so want to lose me, my best friend, dude. Stay out. We have to ask this. We have to ask this because it's very rare we have this opportunity. So, do you own any of your own cards that, like your rookie cards that came out, you know, by Upper Deck or Panini? And if you do, do could you put them by the loneliest trophy in the world? Could you put a couple up there? <laughs> that is the loneliest trophy I've ever seen in my life. It needs friends, bro. Bam, look at that. There we go. <laughs> okay, so- up there. It needs friends, man. It's just sitting there like, I'm spat. There we go. So, so here's real- my question. Okay, I have to ask this. I have to ask this because it fascinates me. The card industry, as you know, Terrence, when we were kids, there was nothing on them. Now they want a piece of your DNA practically to put in that card. They're right. given autos, patches, you know, shoe leather, all that stuff. What is the process like when a major brand comes to you and says, hey, we need you to sign all this stuff? Is there somebody there watching you do this? So going back to RTP, the Rookie Transition Program, one of the classes is Panini class. And they give you literally thousands upon thousands of cards to sign. And Uh they put you in a room with a bunch of other guys for like an hour and a half. And you're just... To this day, I have Panini cards I have to sign like... But do they say to you, don't ding the corners because we want our collectors to get. Well, I mean, not really. I mean, they, I mean, I think that goes without saying, like, and this is a pretty thick card. Yeah. But like, and that's oh, got that a patch a in it too. Wow. And, and, and I'm just signing it real quick and I put it back. So like, for me, there's really no like chance yeah. to like really damage, you know? So we just... found, we pulled up your most expensive card on eBay oh, right now. Fine. You want, you want to guess what it's going for? It's probably like, what, a few hundred bucks? Come on, you're much better than that. Come on, you're scoring 20 points a game, bro. Believe I in yourself. No, I, I like card. I don't, I'm not in touch with the card world anymore. I'm Let's straight. See it. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm going to set the over under. The over under, the over under is um, 620. Is it over or under? $620? Yeah, is it over? I'm going to go over. Way over, dog. 1500 Damn, that's pretty good, dude. Yeah. You got a picture of that? Look at that. Damn, right look here. at that. I'm not even going to lie. I remember signing that exact card. Well, I hope so. There's only one of them, it says. Look at that. Shit. Oh, scroll up. I think it's like one of five. Horrible signature. One Horrible of one. signature. Oh, five of five. You yeah. didn't take signature class at, at Bro, college? I almost wrote my whole name right there. That thing is what? terrible. All you need is just that, 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 that now. So I'm getting cool. one. I'm getting one with the winnings I make off Top Shot and Dude, we got to do that, Flair. Terrence. Let's do let that. Know. That'll be I the best. Might have, I might have a pack in my um, 
Yeah, I'll throw might. a little in. Bam! Throw it. I'll go. How I'll, much your packs? That. How much your packs, Terry? So, so that's the other thing, right? So they they vary. Um, you have some that are in, uh, like I think I think I've been one today. I don't know how much that was, but the last one I went was was like almost two hundred dollars. It was two hundred dollars. Two hundred for a pack, a virtual. This, this is for the All Star pack. It's like for their premium All Star pack, and it was like they didn't sell that many of them. Those are like the most expensive, but they have packs that range from anywhere from. You know, one dollar, two dollars, twenty dollars, thirty dollars. So like, it just depends, kind of, you know, what moment we're at with this. Why do those look like uh, boner packets? <laughs> you know, like condom packets, like little trojan. Yeah, packets. they do. Uh, they look like condom packs. Uh, just for some perspective, I was I was watching a video the other day on the most expensive like physical card pack. You guys want to take a guess on what they go for? And keep in mind, they come in one of those cases that they carry the nuclear. Oh, snaps. In, and there's only like 50, 50 of them made. Take a guess. I'm going to go. Uh, if, if it's got a case, it's got to be. I'm going to go 750. No, I'm actually bidding a dollar. Okay, Terrence. 100 Gs. I'm going to go 750. 750.01. Oh, you <laughs> They're $50,000. Oh, they snap. only made 50 packs. So, yeah. I'm in, dude. Terrence, I know you, uh, we're going to let you go, but quick question. Outside of the cards, outside of the crypto, uh, you know, a lot of people, I think it was like David Winfield, Hank Aaron, they get in the franchises, whether it's, um, you know, 7-Elevens, fast food franchises, car franchise. Do you have any interest in invest your money in that? They say for every 7-Eleven you own, that's a million dollars. Oh, that's good to know. Well, I'm going to start looking into it now. Um, I, definitely, <laughs> I definitely had talks to my, my financial advisor about it, but uh, I think it's just trying to find the right brand and then also like the right, you know, thing. Because it's not for everybody. I can't just go and own a Chick-fil-A because... I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, and before you uh, listen to Commissioner Tripoli, be advised, Lenny Dykster went into the car wash business and he's in jail. So, okay, because maybe he's a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, that might have something to do with it. Final question, dude. How hard was you? How hard was it for you not to buy a white tiger? <laughs> it was pretty easy, bro. It was pretty easy. I don't want to be mauled to death. And I'm not Mike Tyson. So it I seems like everybody buys a white tiger when they get that fuck you money, dude. It's Man, like I live on a lake. I live, I actually live three. Remember that? Remember Shaq's old uh, MTV crib where he had like the blue house? I live three horses or three houses down from that. And I live like my next door neighbor is Johnny Damon and another baseball player on the other side. So oh. I'm, I'm surrounded by like just rich guys driving boats and hanging out all day it's so. just pro athlete neighborhood right there yeah yeah big time big. who uh, lives in shack's old place no i think he still owns it oh he's, he's been trying to sell it i don't think anybody's gonna buy <laughs> that giant superman house hey i know sam's trying to let you go but i i'm all about that action i yeah. will commit to putting in five g's if you guys will match me if we're gonna have some live break and i will do digital i will but i'd love to do the real thing too so if we want to I'll talk throw in to you, five, I'll throw in let five. Let me think about it. Okay. Maybe 20 bucks. I have kids and a dog and I don't want these, uh, I don't want all this to go south as soon as they get to my house. So okay. Fair enough. But we will send a follow-up email to, to try and rope you into this because it's going to be fun. Do your best. Karen, sure, Gene, dude. I can't get healthy soon. Appreciate I, it. I can't thank you enough coming on. He's, it's the T-Ross podcast. That's your podcast. Yeah. 
please check it out. We'll put it the links in the show and be safe, man. And, uh, you know, man, I, I hopefully someday you'll play for the Clippers if it all works out. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> all right. All right, Terrence. Thank you guys so Thanks, much. Terrence. Thank you. All right. So that was great. Uh, that was great. I feel like that was a great moment in Cash Daddy's history. You know, we're talking to ballers, literal ballers. And Terrence, uh, again, go check out his podcast, T. Ross Podcast. Uh, he's a wonderful guy, and we're honored that he ha- he came on our little show. By so the way, you. I did a little brainstorming just now, and I figured out how to way- a way to make it into that NFT moment shot, okay? You all know what garbage time is, right? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's when the fans leave the game, okay? Yeah. I run down from the 300 section, get in the front row, wink at Terrence and say, let's get that alley-oop. And I get right behind the, the, the you know, like that. And all uh, of a sudden- I thought you were going to say you are going to run naked. Oh, no, no. I'm just talking about how to stage this and get into my official NBA Top Shot card. How come you don't see more naked people? At, at the streakers at- uh, Yeah, at the games? NBA. That's a really good question. There's a lot of ushers, more ushers. Yeah. Per, per back, square though. foot. I'm pretty sure the dude. And, and who, plus, if you get tackled on the wood, that's got to be oh, hard. That's can you imagine hurt. the sound? The sound? Especially if you took a blue chew right before that, right? Okay. You're just one around Not, rock hard. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Those the dude who went, who went streaking at the Super Bowl made. Yes, they work. I've never taken one. I don't have any uh, dysfunctional issues. Well, you got to be with a woman to find that <laughs> out. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's get into this guys uh what do we like this week coming up 88 89 fleer basketball you and me five g's apiece. we just need a third boom crack those pippin rookies crack those third year jordans send them off to psa 10 triple our money so then we take that and we keep doing it till we get to the hundred thousand yep yeah <sighs> I'm in, dude. I am so in nap. This okay. is what I live for. You guys can't. Did you guys hear the popping of my nipples? Yes. I'm so excited Here's about that. We can get that box for 15K. So we just need a third. Evan, Aaron get on Craigslist, sell that ass, and get some cash. Get that Patreon going. Here's <laughs> the thing we can only buy from authorized uh, dealers because that stuff gets opened and resealed. And then, you, like you said, they fake it. So I know a couple people. Uh, where they, they, they uh, what do you call it? They grade it, make sure it's legit, never been tampered with. So we'll ask, we'll ask how he wants to do it. And then I think we should open it up for live. a fan. Live, we'll do it live. If a fan would like to join us, yeah, he, we'll split it equally. By the way, you know, I have eight of those. Evan can be like the poor kid at when the ice cream truck shows up and his family doesn't give him any money for ice I, cream <laughs> and he just watches us eat. I get well, literal you know ice. You know what he can do is he can eat those uh, 31, 36 sticks of gum that are in the packs. Yes, that's, that's not a bad concept. Yeah, that's 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 fucking 30 year old gum, the 40 year old gum that's just sitting in there. That gum is older than you are, bro. Older than you gum. Damn, yeah. dude, that's the best. Yeah, so no, that's my pick of the week. Um, I just need a third to commit. Keep in mind, it is legit straight gambling. We pull a PSA 10 Jordan. I mean, what was that thing going for? E? Uh, 5,000. Yeah, well, you get three a box guaranteed. There's only 150 cards in an NBA set. We're in, dude. And, get, a, 
I mean, the podcast NFT idea somebody brought up, that was, I mean, you should get that did going. I, did I do another one? Did I have another no. brilliant idea? No, no, no I you. said that. You I said, said you that. did. Yeah, yeah. No, but not, not just for our podcast. For all podcasts. Podcast. Let, let's we're, we got to start that up. We got bareback coin coming on the way. We yeah, got the yeah, OnlyFans hedge, hedge fund. No, dude, somebody listened to our show and stole our gay yeah, coins. They went with BitGay, dude. Now here's I the say thing. we still do it, dude. I know, I know you're really homophobic, Chris, because you just don't want to be who you really are. <laughs> but that's okay. But what, I think a G? On no, yeah, G as in gay. Okay, that's what we're talking <laughs> here's about. My point. Here's okay. my point. I understand you're passionate about bareback coin. Okay. okay, I do. I'm, I'm just thinking lucrative dollars. Well, yeah, gay dollars. Pretty niche. It's ex- it, thank you, Evan. It's a little narrow. Okay. What are now, you talking the, about, well, dude? I'm talking about get... this reader saying, "Why does Sam not want Cash Daddy's coin?" Because I, it's... never said I no. I dude, you, you guys, I'm you down with. I did not say that. I'll pull okay, up the text. Okay, yeah, pull, pull it up. up. Pull you it said, up. No, because I said CDC coin. And then you're automatically no, like, no. I said no to CDC because it's like that stupid ass medical thing that's been lying to everybody. Come up with something else. Hold on. The Centers for Disease Control is a quote medical thing unquote bullshit fucking okay. organization so ran you're, by you're, pit viper <laughs> vampire scumbags who wear sweaters. Okay, and so look like is, a, you think that we're gonna get confused. Yeah, I said CDC? no. Yeah, I don't want gonna... dude anything but the C. It's CD something else. Okay, CDT. CDD. I go CDD. CDD. Cash Daddy's dollars. Yeah, Cash okay. Daddy dollars. L R dollars. Dollar, dollar, dollar. Yeah, no CDC. Fuck that noise, dude. Okay, cash daddy dollars. I'm down. No problem with that. And here's the thing, man. If we want to do a limited run of bare, bare naked lady coins, because that's your favorite band, we can do that, dude. No, I'm. And here's another thing I want to get into. This is like I'm really nervous about not nervous, but I'm really hesitant to buy any of these coins that you can buy a trillion or bazillion of. That lowers the value of that coin. Our cash daddy coins. It's gonna be we five of limit- them. That's it. You get five. No, dude. We got. Let's go. Like. Let's go. Like. Five hundred million. Let's. No. 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 We're talking like ten mil at the most. You know we're gonna have to write a white paper, right? You don't just. Do I don't that. even know what a white paper no is. Shit. I, I thought People that was called you out for cocaine. Somebody said, Sam always preaches about Monero and XRP. He's never read a white paper. And I'm like, he's never read any paper. Okay? Dude, I've been reading a lot lately. I, I turn off the news. I don't watch television. There's nothing else to do. I read a lot. Uh, by the way, did you know that I opened up my uh, MetaMask account today, uh, two days ago and there was a thousand hacks that somebody sent me? How come One of our readers? sending no, shit? A thousand dollars. No, excuse me, $1,000 of hacks. Now, okay, dude, I, nobody sent a meme this shit. You know what? I sent you the text and I said, if you want a piece of this, because we're the four amigos, I'm ready to give you a piece. And you didn't respond with your MetaMask. But more importantly, I don't know how to open a MetaMask. Okay, so I, then I you tried. don't you don't want the 250 hex coin that one of I our want my hex dog. Give me my. Well, hex. You're gonna have to show up at my door with your MetaMask account and pry it out of my cold dead MetaMask account hands because that's how it works now. Uh, All right. What is I gonna say? I had something to say. We, we need to remember. thank um, Randall or excuse me. Can you pull up the gentleman's name, E? Because he, he just dropped a thousand dollars of hex for us. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Ralph. 
Ralph, Ralph Ganistan is his name. Ralph, you get the Ralph shot. Ralph Ganistan, thank that is you, a dude. Huge, huge thing. We're going to do uh, the research on reading up on the staking that you recommended. I haven't had a chance to get to it, but that's awesome, man. Thanks for supporting us. And like I said, we'll get, we'll, we'll split it up um, uh, 30, 30, 30, 1% little E, and then nine more percent to me. And it's even, and we're good to go. No, okay. That's yeah. just rude. Bro. Seems fair. That seems fair. No. Evan is really taking this nice. I can't wait till he becomes the most powerful man and he just fucking never lets us forget how we yeah. treated him. Yeah, never no, we, lets will, us... we will split hey, it four ways. When I make when I make a million dollars in five hours on OnlyFans, yeah. you'll be hearing from my lawyer. <laughs> All right, this. guys. Uh what else do we got? I mean, I want to get into something. I made a mistake and sold my maker uh to buy other coins, and maker is just Always going up. I want to get into this. Bro, dude. why'd you shake your money maker? Okay. Maker a month ago was trading for 1700 It got all the way up to 4206 a coin. Uh, $4,264 a coin. And uh, it's it's been going up, but, man, I keep waiting for it to drop, and it's just not doing it. Uh, I, I like this coin. If you like Ethereum, this coin is always worth more than ethereum i don't know why it just is and that's all i'm gonna say so my pick outside of monero always monero always always i'm gonna go tr- check out maker if you got a little scratch wow you, we don't have that problem in the stock market waiting for something to drop everything just keeps dropping in the stock market yeah. for me so um it, literally why don't you go ahead with your picks um i don't have a pick because I've been I've been going in on these all these altcoins, these shit coins and whatever. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna stay with Safe Moon, just let it ride, take my profits, and then just let the rest go. Hey, do you wanna make a side bet on Safe Moon? Who's got the 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 diamond diamond to your hands on this one? It's gonna be you. You think so? Well, I, I think I owe you twenty bucks because they didn't get that uplisting to Binance today, yeah, did they? Not well, yet. The day ain't over yet, eh? so well, give me till midnight. And we'll give I it lose, to you midnight your time. Yep. Thank you for those extra three Is hours. Is it Trey? Okay, go on. Uh, but um, I, I don't yeah. have any picks. I don't have any picks. Hey, and that's fine. Like I said, I did nothing but trimming today. I had to pull out uh, about ten G's so I could uh, pay my taxes because I overestimated. I made too much fucking money. There's nothing wrong with that. Good problem. But, uh, I do have to, uh, dude. Do- that does suck when you get the taxes, right? You're oh, like, oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. I do uh, want to put one thing out there because I haven't had. Let a- me guess, but- another shout out. No, we're not. We're not even there yet. Oh my right? god! Valley the God released another video highlighting OCGN, ZKIN, VGYGF, amongst others. His charting is is just amazing. A lot of people are asking, is it good to get back into ZKIN? I'm actually going to watch his chart before I decide if I'm going to do- dollar cost average on that. So um, as far as my picks, um, I really don't have any this week. I'm going to keep my eye on Coinbase in case I need to uh, buy a little bit more. I still like VGYF. I still like Zekin, uh, but I would consult with um, those charts that Valley put out before you make any decisions. So that's where I'm holding. If I have anything that I decide to buy, uh, I'll let you know. But like I said, I had, to, I had to make some really judicious cuts from my portfolio today because um, I guess I went into another tax bracket because I'm a fucking G and that happens when you make money. And I uh, respect that, dude. Wasn't ready I respect that. that. So um, I respect that. The shout out I wanted to give was uh, this year, this month, this week's um, reader review on uh, the iTunes. 
And this is from Dame Dog 13. Addicted to the show, always wanted to know, learn what stock terms like short selling, blowing a patch, earnings per share, boomer stocks, averaging down, glory holes, options, working someone's balls meant. <laughs> like don't rub your cat's b-hole in your eye or don't sell your crypto dog until you're a millionaire, okay? Are you curious about Mormon mom's double badge? I know I am. You also think Jim Cramer is a giant douche? Then this is the show for you. Pretty much nailed it, Dame Dog 13. Thank you for that stellar review. I love our show. I love our show. Yeah, we we got a we got a reviews from somebody uh, one of Ken's people who is invested in 100x, and he was like, "This podcast is literally just an hour of these dudes shitting on each other." <laughs> no, you're not wrong, dude. And so and so he must have said it was awesome, right? He yeah, must he said, have said he loved it. Was it. Awesome. He said he loved it. Uh, so we love you guys. Thank you guys so much for the uh, love of the show and we will uh, oh can i just get one i'm kidding no dude you got anything else to say you want to end it chris you end the show you end no that's it you guys are great the discord uh is proving to be the place to go for knowledge um brownie coin led an amazing class the other night uh on uh, all coins uh and specifically uh his coin so Guys, reach out to each other in there. Grizzly keeps helping people out uh, on how to buy things. These people are your friends, okay? They are for you. They're not just random strangers on the internet. You could probably ask them if they want to come over to dinner, and I bet they'd say yes. I know I've asked a few. So they're there. They'll help. And thank you for another um, episode of Cash Daddies. Big shout out to Terrence Ross. That was phenomenal. And uh, we'll see you all on uh, Sunday. That's All right, guys. Take care. Great show. See you soon. Hope to see you in Arizona, everybody. Grab them shirts. Bye. Shout out Saratoga. Cash